Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I play video games. You know what? <laughs> you were probably one of those marks who played like the wrestling video games back in the day. Like you played Raw and SmackDown. I bet you when you played your video games, you chose me. You were bull- no, you were Bubba Ray, right? You chose me. Well, actually. I chose Devon. Oh, trust the mic. Wow. Literally. I like Mega Ran now. <laughs> I like Mega Ran too. I love the song and testify. <laughs> testify. Ooh. Oh. Oh, no. But these and guys the, aren't and the next sounds no. you heard were some big trees going down. Get out. Timber. Wow. Get out. See? Get out. See? Get out. Speaking, Man. speaking of big tree, <laughs> the level the, of disrespect. The, the big sycamore walks in right now. Yeah, with my sycamore style, more sicker than yours. Man, this is the Matt Mania podcast, episode number one hundred and. Yo, how late we getting started? Because I thought you said you were running. Damn, we just get, we just getting started. Sorry, Ran. What is this? Is episode what, Neil? I mean, it's only four minutes away from eight thirty. I thought 128? we were supposed to get started at eight. <laughs> We should know these things. We apologize for not being episode 126 of the Matt Mania podcast. What you just heard was complete disrespect. Uh, we're going to get into that later. As you all, Blasphemy. as you all know, Lee Booker, Mega Ran, and T Call, the highest form of disrespect, were assaulted by oh. by Bully Ray. Oh, you played that? Oh yeah, we ran with that. Oh, the, the bad memories. The oh, level of God. disrespect. Do it. Uh, we got a packed house I tonight. Um, I am Brock Knowledge. A neck brace. <laughs> yes, I am Brock Knowledge. I'm going around the room real quick. Uh, to my right, that would be T. Call the villain. <laughs> to, uh, his, to his right, yo, it's Derek Montia. Cap is here. He is safe. Um, we have a. We, hey, hey, I, I didn't get into the trouble these two got into, but man, I don't know. Billy's a scary dude. You're close. Yeah, he is. I'm just gonna say. To his immediate right, I mean, it seems like you were getting chased around. G1, Vegas. aka G1, to the rescue. So Matt much Mania that podcast resident ghetto nerd <laughs> with Negro tendencies. You Keep know it moving. It to his right, hey, what's going on, y'all? It's Mega Ran, and I'm here. My butt's a little hurt, but I'm good. <laughs> All right, what's and up? what's up, all my kings and queens out there? This is the asthmatic Neo X, breathing at fifty percent. But drinking beer at a hundred percent, and it was T called a villain in the building. Uh, you back know. around, yeah, you you was occupied, uh-huh. so o- it's okay. Occupado. 
We are here again to discuss wrestling, some pop culture. You know how we get down each and every week. We want to thank you all for tuning in to us. Go to the Patreon page, Patreon, you know, search Matt Mania Podcast. You can do our favorite thing, which is what? Pay that money. Pay, Pay that money, money y'all. Pay and then, uh, money. additionally, we are also sponsored by DigiLab Studio. That is recordingstudiophoenix.com. Check them out for your, uh, all-inclusive audio engineering, podcasting, whatever you need. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They got green screens. They got podcast studio setups, audio setups. Do it all. Digilabs. They got an all-in-one setup. And trust me, we record here. Yeah. They're all in, double or nothing. You don't get better seal of approval than that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> especially from, especially from right. Rapper of the Year, T-Call. That's the right. Villain. That's the stamp. Stamp. I mean, um, I was talking about the podcast record here, but we also, I also record here personally, so. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Much love to ProWrestlingTees.com. Make sure you go get you a Matt Mania shirt, man. Shout out to my boys back home. We would Chicago appreciate that. Pushing the Yo, the, the dumper here. design. Yes. It's a, ooh, fire. Uh, I just heard from a little birdie that I will have new Matt Mania tees on tour this oh. spring. Tour. I will have oh. navy blue. Matt Mania tees. Be on the lookout. We like that. Um, It has been quite the week. If you have been following Matt Mania on the social media channels, you are aware. Quite a bit has gone down over the past few days. We're going to get into that in a little bit. We do have the put-over segment, of course. But before that, ladies and gentlemen, remember, we are still sponsored by the Muscle Hustle game. Uh, Please be sure to download that link. Or I'm sorry, download that game in our social media bio link. Uh, I am currently now ranked 168. And, uh, um, you are currently still not giving out any characters. Right. I asked Megaran <laughs> for two more entries. And so as soon as I get those, we'll be, we'll be giving them out. Okay. We'll get them by the end of the show. Promise. Hey. There we go. That is a promise right there. Again. So we're, you know, we're putting them through the gauntlet. Uh, but again, you, you can't, uh, can't win these superstars if you don't download the, the link. So, uh, be sure you download, play the game, hit us up on Twitter, show muscle hustle game that you downloaded, downloaded it. Uh, tag us at Matt Mania Pod, and uh, you know we can send you out our uh, contact IDs. That way, you have a full squad when you're uh, climbing through the ranks of the Muscle Hustle game. All right, man, you done selling out with all those <laughs> sponsorships, man? Hey, man, you now gotta let's talk about money. the things that they aren't paying us to talk about. <laughs> yes. And that would be, ladies and gentlemen, the putover segment. <laughs> We're gonna try to run through this rather quickly. We're going to try to speed things along in the Matt Mania podcast, more streamlined. Um, I'm going to keep it real simple, man. Uh, Very today, aerodynamic. Um, woke up today, went on the Facebook. Uh, the first thing that I saw was some incredible news. Um, I am putting over my homie Ali. He just got his kidney. Um, he has been waiting for a kidney for so long, man. Hey, he got a transplant, so he is currently recovering. Uh, so big shouts out to my man Ali, one of the most humble and his greatest dudes I've met. Um I'm, I'm, I'm beyond happy for this dude, man, to wake swig up and see that. Yeah, swig of beer. Swig of beer for Ali and his kidney. Yeah, swig of beer. Woo woo. There it is. Yes. Shout out to Ali. Good dude. Yeah, very, man. Very good dude. Been, been a homie and a, a supporter for years. And, uh, it's good to see him, see him back recovering. Yeah, man. The, just to see that was, cause he's been needing this for a very, very long time. So waking up to see that, um, got my day started off on, on the good foot. Um, so again, big shouts out to Ali. He is my put over for the week. Uh, speedy recovery, brother. I can't wait to see you out, see you out again. It's always a pleasure. Salute. Teak, what you got? Yo, I'm putting over, um, this documentary on Netflix. It's the two, the two killings of Sam Cook. 
um, the remastered documentary. And, um, man, it was great. I watched it last night. Um, it's got a lot of dope people in there talking about them. Um, crazy. Um, just like a lot of stuff that I didn't know about them. Um, not saying that I know a whole lot about, um, you know, singers from that era. Oh, yeah. other, other than their music. But Is it on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, this guy was hanging around with Muhammad Ali and Malcolm X, like, at the same time. <laughs> Damn, that's a wild, like... That's and, like yeah. and I think they said um, Joe Brown, is that his name, the football player? Jim Brown, Jim Brown. Jim Brown, yeah, yeah. all four of them were hanging around all at four the same them. time. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to watch that, People but I am... saying, like, they feel like that was, like, the beginning of, like, black excellence, like, just seeing, like, a bunch oh, of... Oh, the early on? Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to check that out, even though I am currently boycotting Netflix, Ooh, um, Netflix. for a terrible decision they made Ooh. last week to cancel... One day at a time, but we'll keep it moving. Yo, could, I'm really mad about a, that too, man. Y'all want to y'all want to bury cool. that, that later the, on? Yeah, well, that's a barrel of the week. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, man. It's such a great show. It, it, I'm mad. It's uh-huh. gonna come. It, it's gonna get saved, and it's gonna come on another network, and it's gonna be grand. So and it's crazy because Netflix is the network to save things. And remember, one day at a time is a multiple put over on the Matt Mania podcast. Definitely Multi. one tie. One of the uh, one of the one of the golden. Holdovers, I'll say that. So if you haven't watched it, please go back and try to watch it before it gets canceled. I don't understand that because Netflix is giving out like everybody, basically everybody, money. Yeah, everybody, it's a cons to everybody, yeah. right? But what's so wild much is money when, for friends and when you really look at like when you look at Netflix, right, and where they're at, they they are severely, severely <laughs> in the red still, right? Yeah, they're kind of hemorrhaging yeah. with which, all the new content. Which is crazy that they're able to continue to kind of like yeah. stay afloat and continue to put out new shows and such with being technically as bad as they are. But it's, it's like this eventual come up, right? Because they're going to build a library where it's going to get to a point where they don't need to like pay for friends and those kind of shows yeah. right so i feel like that's where they're coming to so i don't understand why you would cancel original programming you know what i mean like i yeah. get the i get the marvel stuff right because marvel's pulling and pulling the plug on that right that's that's yeah. different like, yeah, right but different. like but like a show like that that people are enjoying i don't get that you know what i mean which was proprietary to netflix it doesn't and it doesn't seem like it would even cost that much to make but anyway right um i'm just i'll, I'll move on but hold on no i wanted to jump on that real quick about the netflix stuff they were they were doing that early on because i remember they made um I think they had some show called Lily Hammer or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. and it was a popular show that people liked, and it was a Netflix original, and they canceled it. And that was like really early on when they were doing mm-hmm. um, Netflix original content. But you are right that they are going to build up enough content where they can stop licensing Correct. content from other people, so that way they they're not putting out a whole bunch of money doing that. Right. Well, and that's why I thought just, it, and that's why I thought it made more sense to own the proprietary stuff and continue to build that because you're going to have things like the Disney Network. The, the DC network that's going to be taking all those other licensed shows. Well, and especially when you look at how much money they put out there for some of those shows, right? Like some yeah. of those shows seem way more expensive than you're talking yeah. about like a sitcom. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like a, like a multi-camera yeah. like, sitcom with right. a lab, you know. It doesn't seem like it would cost that much produ- to produce, no. so you think you'd yeah, keep like something like alter, that around. The only sets they had. The carbon show and stuff like that. Right, yeah. exactly, exactly. The only sets they had was the, the house, the apartment, Schneider's apartment. Hey, Schneider. I fucking love Schneider. And, and maybe like outside. <laughs> Neo, put a poll up. See how many people was watching it. Maybe it wasn't really pulling in the. Well, we already know it's 50% here. <laughs> Netflix put out a statement that enough people weren't watching it, which is crazy to me to think because yeah, it seemed like this nuts. show transcended, you know, generations, race, like yeah. age. Like I feel like it was something that was, was dope very, for everybody. Very cultural, um, very 
culturally aware as well as like socially aware. Like they they touched on so many great topics. But you know what? As much as y'all talked about it, I never watched it. And you're the, you're the reason you're why fault, it's canceled. Fault, Wait, but I thanks, but, I, but I just didn't watch it because I'm not like a big like sitcom commie guy or whatever. But <clears throat> do you think that it's hard being like the cultural aspect of it? Like, do you think like the um, Latino shows? I, I know that they're directed towards a Latino um, yeah fan base, but do you think that they're they might not be crossing over as well? Because I don't know well, that's obviously what it is. Sometimes like, it's I get be. lost yeah. in the Netflix like hole of like shows, and then yeah. I'll just be looking through like not even watching stuff, but just looking at shit. Like yeah. wow, I can't believe they made a show out of this and out of that. Not talking about your show specifically, yeah. but yeah. just like there might be so much to watch on Netflix that it might it be hindering. Lost. Yeah. yeah. You know what's wild to me is I felt like I got broke on the classic sitcom type setup. You know what I mean? Like I felt like in the mid 2000s when shows like 30 Rock and Arrested Development started coming around, I was like, this is cool. Like this, the way that they shoot it like a movie. This is how like shows need to be shot. So when they went back to having that conventional sitcom setup with the couch in the middle and the live studio audience and all that, I couldn't get into it. Like I remember HBO. Yeah, exactly. Like HBO, the laugh track shit. Well, HBO had a version before Louis C.K. had who is his show on FX called Louis. He had like a sitcom style show, Lucky Louis. It was dope as hell. It was funny, but it was still that sitcom setup. And I remember watching it like on HBO, expecting it not to be like that on HBO, but it was. And I remember being like, "Yeah, no, I can't get with this." Well, it makes you think like uh, even shows like. what was the one about the the nerds? Uh, what's it called? Big Bang Theory. Um, Big, Big Bang, Bang Theory. Theory. Like yeah. that is still like eleven seasons strong, and it's pretty much the same formula. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know? Or like How I Met Your Mother. How that I was another mother, one. Yeah. yeah, it's all those shows, right? Yeah. Two and a Half so, Men. One of my personal. You just favorites. named a bunch of shows that are starring white people. Yeah. White. Right. I'm gonna move on. You just said white. 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 Yeah. white. There it is. White. Yes. Sorry, shit was funny. I, I got a random yeah. question. Is that a hop on your hat? That is a hop. That is a hop on my hat. That's it. I mean, it's true. It's like, you know, like you said, culturally being like, uh, relatable, unfortunately, is something where people might have looked at it and probably saw Rita Moreno and said, oh, she's going to be speaking Spanish. Ah, you know, yeah. and, and just got That's intimidated by that and been like, nah, I don't necessarily want to watch it. Yeah, so it I, happens. And I know that you, um, normally talk about a good show that you watch called This Is Us, right? You watch that? Uh, I watch it a little bit. My wife watches it. Your wife watches it? Yeah. That's probably why, because my wife watches Cheer it too. Drinker. You know, and I was just sitting in with her watching it before That's I like came. It's like tragedy porn. It's but like, it was straight- like- <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's, it's it tear is. porn. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. But drama, the reason why I brought it up. It's, it's drama porn. Like, it's like, yo, do you want to cry? You know you do. Come on, keep going. <laughs> but the reason why I brought it up, multicultural cast. Yep. So, are you saying- can sit in and enjoy it. Are you saying that one day at a time needed to have a white friend? No, yeah, or, or a black friend? I'm just saying you need they those did. people for the outsider. They it's did. just like the movie when, it. It, when you have that character that you're like, oh, this is us. So that character we follow and that's us. Like you you need that, that. Yeah, you need that relatable character. I had a really interesting race conversation with my seven-year-old daughter tonight. And it was because wow. we were watching, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, Ellen Game of Games. Yes, it's basically it. like if they gave Joker a freaking game show and he got to like <laughs> run people on it the whole time, right? It's dope. Like there's no difference between Ellen and, and Batman villains other than willingness of participants, right? They're, <laughs> they're there on their own accord versus being tied up, but it's basically and we love Joker. Ellen. Yeah, loves Ellen's Ellen. dope. 
She, her, one of, like hey, on an episode, a husband yelled to the wife after she only answered two out of ten questions correctly. You did incredible. And she was like, oh, that's so sweet because she didn't. She didn't do incredible. She looked right at her she husband didn't. and was like, she didn't do incredible. It was amazing, right? Wow. But my daughter, like, there was, there's like a, you know, there's like qualifying games to get to this final game and whoever wins the final game goes on to the, win the money, right? And there, the first two competitors on the final game were black people. And my daughter, like, was like, there's a lot of black people on here. And I looked at her. I was like, why do you say that? Because there's two? Because that's, and she was like, I don't know. And I'm like, and I like, it was weird because I engaged in this really weird conversation with my daughter about race. Like, I was like, see, if it was two white people, you wouldn't think anything of it. But the reason why is because black people are minority. And to like you, it's, it's weird to see more black people than white people because in life, you like in your class and stuff, you don't see more black people than white people. So all of a sudden, it's like weird to you wow. that there's more black people in the final than white people. You know what I mean? But it was weird to all, these, all of a sudden be having this conversation about race with my daughter over a wow. game show. You know what I mean? But it was that typical thing of like her being like, wow, there's a lot of black people on here because there's two and I don't see any other people. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, but it's that, it's that, that time, I guess. I mean, it, you never expect it, but it's that time to have that discussion about like a teachable moment, you know? It's great that you were able to have that conversation with your daughter about something like that because seriously, I have a daughter who she goes to school and she's like the one of two. Yeah. black kids in her class or something uh, like that you know <clears throat> so the fact that you have to have that conversation like oh just because it's two we think that it's a lot like that's yeah Man, that's how not not saying y'all but like that's how like backwoodsy shit is you know like a all all white town and then black right. people come in and it's like they don't know how to act like, like oh right. who are these oh. <laughs> who are these oh can i touch your hair i've never <laughs> right, I, right, i've right. never seen oh that God. before <laughs> well, like, I, I grew up with like middle eastern friends so that's why like the whole middle eastern scare never got to me because i was like yeah no muslim people can be cool as shit man i i have friends that are muslim like I just got through talking about also, my best friend Ramadan. you're also puerto rican so right. people of color should not scare you 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 carry razor blades in your mouth that's real <laughs> you don't see the tattoo? Beep, 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 staring you oh, in the face. The more you know. Cap gonna give you a Cap gonna give you a buck fifty later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> got the That's razor right up. in his mouth. Your turn, though. What you putting over? Right? What are you putting over? Uh, I'm gonna put over the above the rim soundtrack. Yo. I know it's oh! all this shit, right? But a buddy, oh, I love that movie. Great a buddy soundtrack. of mine just brought it up to me tonight, and I mean, like when you talk about a soundtrack that was like, I mean. You talk about like me bridging out from one thing, right? I remember, I remember living in Puerto Rico, right? And there was a really limited number of yes, like American, there's a limited right. number of, of soundtracks and, and American music. Like everything was, everything was Spanish music, right? But there was a couple of albums I could get. It was like, no doubt, the, Fu- the Fugees and the Above the Rim soundtrack. Was it and the score? it was the score. Yeah. It was the score. And so like when it came to the Above the Rim soundtrack, I felt like it just bridged, you know, out to so many other artists and stuff that were so good on that soundtrack but man i mean it's not really talked about often as being uh you know a great hip-hop like because it was a it was a mediocre to i, mean, forgettable, that, bro. Like, I know well, i know what i'm saying but you know what i mean like there's a lot of good songs on there and it's uh, one of those like cultural specific movies right where it, you know outside of the maybe the black and hispanic community doesn't get a lot of praise correct you know or the sports community is probably like that's where it is so the fact that the soundtrack 
you know, is able to elevate it. Oh, there's some gems keeps on it there. Inter- keeps it eternal. Part time lover. Did you watch the movie Neo? Yeah. Oh, okay. I used to own that shit on VHS. I actually bootlegged it. Neo surprises me so much <laughs> with stuff that he talks about or stuff that he's into on there because. Have you seen New Jersey, New Jersey Drive? That I haven't seen. Okay. That's a great movie too, but another with another great soundtrack. Yeah. Mm. All right, G one. Hey, what's G1. the movie yeah. with? Um, I ask you about it later. Okay. <laughs> another another Black Hood movie, but I can't think of the name of it. <laughs> what, am the, the what am I the Black Hood movie expert over here? Juice. <laughs> yes, you are. Um, you it had, it I got had, the hookup. Uh, it had this person in it at Parkers. this time. You want to track the uh, shit? Shot it. No, no, no. Shot <laughs> painful. I know okay. which one that is. What you got, G one? Honestly, man. What Power put, Ranger you got? Ah, you so silly. No, man, real shit. I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna put over me because within the last week mm. there have been three, well, two singles and and another one that's about to drop this week uh, by my man Whit Tucker. But we got Writers Guild, Take Him to the Ground, yeah. that just recently dropped, produced by me. Um, also, <laughs> Mega Ran featuring V the Ruler, shouts out to V, uh, Catch 22, also produced by me. Hey. And, then next, and then next week, and, and there's a video preview on uh, Facebook right now for those of you that follow me or Whit Tucker on, on Facebook, there's a preview of Go Round. That is Whit Tucker, Joseph Bills. Shout out to our man Joseph Bills. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the very, 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 very sexy Lizzie Page. Yes, Lizzie Page. Uh, hopped on, did a motherfucking thing. It's a cold blooded record, something fun for the strip clubs, uh, for all races, colors, and sizes. Also produced by me. So I've been on a fucking roll. And so yeah. I, and so normally I don't even get off into that whole bragging. I'm like, no, fuck, don't pat myself on the back, goddammit. And there's so much more music that's about to drop, man. This is, hey, this G1 is good, man. This G1 is still ain't shit. The year of the G1. Nah, he's still ain't shit. Shout out to G1. Shout out to G1. He's killing it right now. Lee Booker. You ain't um, dope. Oh, is it me? It's um, you. So Yo, that movie, out. it was Clockers. That's what Great I was thinking movie. of. See, I Love came up Clockers. with enough names. I knew. I, I think I said Clockers. Love Clockers. No, you didn't um, say it. You said it. I? I said a lot of other. I said Clockers. Clockers is great. I knew I would have got to it eventually. Clockers was when he had the, he kept on drinking the shit that was fucking the movie. Chocolate moves. Ah, uh, yep. All right, so I'm going to put it over. Uh, I was at South by Southwest this past week for a little bit, just for like a woo day and woo. a half. And uh, I got a chance to watch the Brooklyn Vegan uh, Showcase, and they had one act that really caught my eye and my ear. Uh, it's a band from Brooklyn called Phony People. Uh, check them oh, out. Yeah, PPL is yeah. how they spell people. Really dope. Oh, my God. Just funky, soulful, but also like live instrumentation, like rock punk kids who are just having fun, chilling. Um Check them out. New albums called Mosaic uh, came out late last year. Um, they're like my new favorite. I've been constantly in rotation, so check I them out. I just heard of them mentioned on another um, show. Yeah. And are they being managed by um, like 300 or something? Not sure. I don't know that about that, but I've, crazy. Yeah, I've heard uh, about that'd be them crazy. recently, too. But they're, they're on the move. Like, they are they started their indie, but I yeah, think I right think now I, they're I, about to make a real big I want to say Carly move. posted about I them, too. I think I heard that. I didn't know. You said Cardi? Carly. Carly. Oh, Carly. I was going to say. Yeah. Hustle. Hustle. Um, Shout out. They're about to blow, I think. Uh, so We're get on the train early. Them. They're coming to Phoenix in June. I definitely want to see that show. On, on, yeah. yeah so check out Phony People. Let's go. I'm a big fan. We should all go together or something. When is it? June something. 18th. I don't know. You're gonna go, all right? I forget. Let's do it. I'm Why are you asking me all these questions when you ain't gonna go? How <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what I'm not gonna do? You ain't gonna go. Man. I ain't been right. on this podcast like, for that go. long, and I know you don't go nowhere. Rock, don't be rolling. <laughs> nah, he might roll. Nah, I'd like to change. He'll Irish goodbye us, but he'll, he'll I will, roll. I, I will pull off the rock goodbye. 
Just know that if I go somewhere, I will rock. He will vanish. I will just disappear in the thin air like Thanos went. That's fair. Uh, so have y'all seen? (laughs) Speaking of Thanos, I have to find it, but it would take me way too much searching. We should talk about it on the uh, on Patreon. There's a gif where the girl like blows out cinnamon. Yeah. Yes. And it's some. Oh, I, I laughed my ass off. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. Oh, no. well, Rance, There's we'll, a gift. We'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it. Speaking it's of hilarious. Thanos, you haven't seen Captain Marvel yet, have you? Not yet. Told y'all you didn't Marvel. see it. Do I need to see it? Yeah. yeah. Guess, who's, guess who saw it? You? Hey. Everybody? <laughs> you? He saw yeah, it. Laughs, everybody but me? Everybody. Cap, have you seen oh, it, Derek? I have not. But he doesn't all count, though. He doesn't count? He's a human being? No, because he's an opinion. He's a run in. And he's he was running. He's, okay. he's running. I'm in. the last one. And he wasn't here when I'm we said we all saw it. And y'all said you. Neo don't watch shit. You you you've been late on a lot of them of the Marvel universe. Now you late. But this time I'm late. <laughs> I'll take that. All right. And so, he knew you saw it. He was like, "No, nah, man, ran." I he, missed it, man. I'm gonna week. catch up. So, uh, pony people, check them out. Neo, you are next oh, up. No, I was just gonna say, as far as Marvel goes, I'm really glad to see that it, like. <laughs> overcame that bullshit like campaign to kind of keep it down because of some of the things that uh Brie Larson said and such about that yeah. were that were right. I mean, like yeah. she wasn't she wasn't lying. She was literally looking at a at a, like a press corps at one point of all white reporters and was like I'd like to see a mixture of, you know, people of color and and you know, women up in here. It would be nice, you know, to see a better mixture. Yeah. And then somehow that color. gets turned into like this really weird hate attack campaign smear campaign on the movie position right but it but it overcame all that because at the end of the day people are are going to go out for movies they like yep and they're gonna they're gonna be honest about the movie right like if it's a good movie it's good nerds I'm a nerd. 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 I would would think we were all nerds in here. It's kind of like a cast of Revenge of the Nerds, how nerds are when they're adults. But (laughs) yeah. But as far as like that movie goes, like I don't understand what it is about like dudes who hate to see like uh, women are women lead a movie. I love it. So when that happens, exactly when that happens, they want to like try to purposely tank the movie. Like I love watching movies with, with strong female characters. Underworld. Underworld. I love underworld because Kate Beckinsale is just murdering the entire world population. First off, underworld is my shit. I love underworld. But I even like movies that aren't good movies when they have strong, like salt. Like who the fuck talks about salt? But Salt's fucking great. Angelina Jolie dog, fucking salt kicks is so ass. hard. Like salt is fire, dog. Like I give I give Lucy a pass because Lucy I fucking yeah because of Scarlett Johansson. I fucking love that shit until it gets all fucking. She turns into a computer. Fuck that. Let's talk about Lil Bo Peep in Toy Story Four. That bitch yeah. is fucking on point. Yeah. She's out there fucking saving she fucking out there being a G. Saving Woody's ass and home. shit. You know what I mean? I'm not no. crying. Like I think the thing about it, 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 it is. It's a weird concept to me. Like, I, I, me personally, I have a daughter, so like I've always felt like maybe I got changed, you know, by the fact that I have a daughter. So I want some sort of cool. You know, heroes yeah. for her. I want representation. I want female role models, no, right? And it's because strong women are sexy. That's why you. That's like the you. other thing too, right? Yeah, because if we want to talk about Lana, we could talk about Lana. Uh, you know, Lana. Uh, hmm. But anyway, we'll talk a little bit later. I, I heard a I heard a little rumor or a story about a certain video you may have seen of Lana oh. recently. You, oh, I watched, I watched that for 45 since minutes straight all the way. Since y'all like the clown, yo, I need to see that. Send me the link. 
Since y'all right, you holding out on links? You ain't send that to the group chat. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't send the link, <laughs> but, 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 but I've seen it. Hey, since y'all like to clown me on the Ranger shit, I say another example of a strong black woman. I showed this to my niece a couple of seasons ago. Power, Power Rangers Ranger. Dino Charge. We had our very first African American Pink Ranger. Hey, Shout out to dope. Camille Hyde, uh, who plays Shelby on Dino Charge. He's, Wait, he's is there a Mexican cool. Ranger? Uh, there been, has been a couple of Mexican been, Rangers. I'm just making sure. Uh, yeah, what's, uh, Carlos from, <laughs> said, were they uh, Lucha? Lucha. from Turbo. Lucha. His name was Carlos. Yeah, his name was Carlos. Right. Of okay. course his name was Carlos. And then you had, uh, I his, can't think of my man's name. Zord with the glasses from Pinata. Wild Force. No. No, it was actually a green truck. It was a taco truck. He said it was a green truck. It was a green taco truck. Not a taco. Turbo, they had cars and shit. All right, all right. Typical Latino right, horn. Uh, Neo, did you put over anything yet? No. I just, I just want to send a quick thank you to um, to Joshua Schlag, uh, he of the uh, of the Steel Cage podcast. He drove us back and forth to Vegas with no complaints. He was the he's G. He's a hell of a guy. He's a hell of a guy. He's a minch. He's a minch. <laughs> he and is, by driving, they meant he actually ran in front of the car with ropes tied to him. <laughs> he pulled the car while <laughs> running. He, uh, he yeah. would have did that. He went for a run while he was out there. <coughs> that guy yeah. likes I to I mean, run. salt of the earth, that guy. <laughs> yeah, he, he's... Uh, I also asked him, Did you, do you not like people driving your car? Because he what drove he it. He said, no, man, I just get in the zone and I just... He was like, in the zone. He's like, I'm just like, let's knock it out. He had a great soundtrack on the way over. Uh, so shout outs to him. And uh, don't worry, Josh, I will pay you money because I owe him gas money. And the fact that he drove us, again, to, to Las Vegas back and forth, uh, we were able to go to the uh, ROH show at Las Vegas. And if you saw the social media... Which you, if, you, if you haven't, if you haven't, please go on the social media. Matt Mania Pod um, on Instagram, Matt Mania Podcast on Twitter. Check it out, and you got to see the fallout from the ROH uh, 17th anniversary show in Samstown. Oh, there's still fallout. There's uh, so Rand, much. Rand, would you fallout. like? There's so okay, much fallout. It's like a nuclear fucking winter in it's here. Still so fallout. Much fallout. Yo, I'm hot. We got to talk about fallout. This. It's a bullshit. Is what it is. It's a bullshit. <laughs> so. Pardon me if you came to hear something else, game. but I, I must at least address this. Uh, Tell him. I was invited by ROH to come out and Tell play him. a song that I wrote. Tell him why you mad, son. Called Going Tell to the Garden. And uh, it was my pleasure to have the homies with me. So, you know, Neo came, T came, Josh came, Derek came. And uh, and we, ha- we hung out backstage. We had a great time at ROH. I will say, phenomenal pay-per-view. Top to bottom, great matches. Oh, great really, pay-per-view. really good. Really, man. really like, super I, solid. I know. I know. Ring of Honor takes a lot of shots for like talent they lose and such, but yeah. it's a remarkable to me how Ring of Honor. It's mm-hmm. kind of like PWG. Yeah. It's remarkable how they continue to find the top talent. Mm-hmm. So right when you start to think the indies have been depleted or there's no more mm-hmm. guys out there, all of a sudden they're like, look at. Everybody in Lifeblood, or yeah. look at you know like Bandito. Look at all these guys that we got. Like they, got they, they immediately show how much talent that they have. Yeah, they, they did a great they, job. They build guys over there too. Like they they bring guys up. Our guys yeah. who I who I never saw until I watched ROH. But they also holding on to some guys like fucking Jay Lethal, who's like fucking the forever champion over there. Yeah, man, he's a franchise. <laughs> oh, yeah, who was throwing up gang signs on Twitter? So shout out to Jay Lethal for being amazing. He was cool. Yeah, One that, guy that was not no, cool, unfortunately. Oh, was uh you know him as Bully Ray Dudley. So I know him me, as Bubba Ray Dudley. You might know him as Bubba Ray as where he gained his most relevance. Right now, I don't know what he's still trying to hold on to, but you know. How he good luck. A Hall of Famer, I don't know. 
I don't know. So he had, to, he had to help Adivar with that. Yeah, he had help. So now he's on his own and basically just making a living by just messing everything up. So I get invited back. We're hanging out. Good times. They're like, hey, come out after <laughs> this match happens. And it was after an hour-long world title match that was amazingly booked. 60-minute Great match. Amazing. Like, it wow. got a lot of criticism online. But, mm. man, you got to give credit to both of those guys, man. They put on it. To go to Hell, a time limit draw. draw. It was nobody Straight expected, old school. Nobody expected it to probably just go as a draw. I'll, right. say, I'll say this out of Matt Taven, right? Give Matt Taven a lot of credit. Fuck Absolutely. him for taking shots at my hairline. But <laughs> also, I got to give him credit for going for 60 minutes because that yeah, was dope. That. This was my first, this was my first time watching um, a Ring of Honor pay-per-view. So dope, dope. I knew who Jay Lethal was um, from TNA. I did not. Okay. Ex- I did not expect a sixty-minute match. I, the, mm-hmm. My only thing with that match, there was a couple points where it got a little slow. Mm-hmm. But then again, sixty, 60 minutes. Match. There's going to be some. Got to rest. But man, they show. tore it down. You they really two did. Sixty-minute men. That was yeah. impressive, man. Yeah, they did. They think. I was just like, "What's going to happen? Are they going to get a pin right at the end?" Like, I didn't think about it being a time limit. Like, I was like, "Oh, there's no time limit. It's a title match." And then they got a sixty-minute draw. That's that what was made it great because right. nobody, amazing, about nobody was thinking about you, that. You know what I loved about it too was at the end after because we had Marty Scroll come out, he uh, nabbed Jay Lethal's belt for some <laughs> reason, and then walked off with it. But he's a villain. Well, after <laughs> all of that was over, after this sixty-minute match, after this war that these two guys went through. <laughs> Matt Taven just balls up a little ball of 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 uh, streamer and just throws it in Jay Lethal's face. <laughs> like I still like, hate you. Like fuck like, you, I hate you, yeah. you son of a bitch. It God damn great. it, I was so close to getting you. It was, so good, like it was those such little, a little things. Thing, but it was, it was, it was dope. It was little dope, things, right? Psychology. And one of the things, you know, we were sitting next to some really annoying marks. Unfortunately, <laughs> it was getting on my fucking last nerve. More annoying than you. More annoying than you. <laughs> and um, I told you about the time I went last year's um, anniversary where I walked in and I was with two people who had never watched ROH and the Briscoes were in the ring. And my homie was like, hey, who's that? And the guy in front was like, it's the fucking Briscoes, greatest tag team ever. You better learn your stuff. Like he just completely <laughs> yelled at us. So like it was one of those marks. Was it yeah. like bad marks like that? Pretty much. Hey, hey, so they're pretty much calling all the shots, calling all the spots uh, and, and just basically hard. heckling. Is what they were doing. What they didn't, but from the absolute last row in the damn stadium, because that's where we were sitting. But we were hard far away from the action as they could possibly. Yeah, of course. No, I remember the guy was telling Matt Taven to go sell some t-shirts and shit. That those guys, those guys. So uh, ultimately, what I was trying to get at, what I was trying to get at, is the fact that they went to a sixty-minute Broadway means that they're going to build more to it. You know, it's it's long term booking. Oh yeah, and I mean, they even showed clips I, of the story beforehand. Yeah, so like before the match. So if you put your fedora on, you'll be able to see like the kind of like the greatest, oh, so the greatest scope. The finish? The, the yeah, yeah, yeah. In front of you were complaining. Yeah. Oh, screw them, Neo. Everybody doesn't look good in the fedora. They, they can't <laughs> only all, you. Neo. They can't all put their smarty fedora on and know what's going on, but in the wide world of Speaking sports, of heads, true. I got yours in my car, bro. <coughs> Thank you. I need that. Can, so, you know what? Though I'm not worried about them. I'm worried about you guys. All right, and let's the, get to the it. disrespect. We saw the matches, so here's what's going on backstage. So while that match is ending, I'm watching on the monitor. I'm like, oh, this is great. Um, uh, by the way, by the way, in the only dressing room. Right, Mega Rand's basically got his own dressing room versus all these other well, wrestlers all no sharing knows. one. Oh, well. What? I didn't say that, but I can yeah. see where the animosity is. little peek up. behind the curtain. Oh, okay. Yeah, a lot of them had to say dress something. together, and, uh, and I didn't. But anyway, <laughs> so it's time for me to go do my thing. They're like, yo, man, just do your song. You're going to do great. 
Put on that fresh hoodie. I go out there, I get the fresh white Matt Mania hoodie. Shout out to Jacob Reed for coming through last That's moment a with dope that. Dope shirt. And I get hoodie. the fresh yeah. nerds jacket. Shout out to Eric from Nerds Clothing. He he, got, he had us dripping. He got me out there backing them up. T comes through and we're like, hey, I'm just through the song. You just back up, go into the garden. It's very simple. We go out there. They give us some t-shirts to hand out to adore ourselves to the crowd. Let them know that, hey, we're, we're not new here. We know what's up. I hand them out some, some, some shirts. I'm talking. Song's and still stuck in my head, by the way. Thank I'm you. I'm just saying. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, it's coming out soon, hopefully. So I didn't even get to finish, man. Like I can't even say it any nicer, but like but, Bully Ray. But that 30 second song was dope. Thanks. Bully Ray, I watched it again. We got a minute and twenty seconds into the song. Bully Ray interrupts the song. Like I, I'm, we rapping, we doing our thing. We turn and I look at the. I just happen to look at this top of the stage, and he's standing there. We have no idea. We're like, oh well, maybe he's coming to the match after, and he just wanted to come get a seat at the, you know, the commentary. Well, you thought, well, like, let's be honest, like, again, not pulling the curtain back too much, but you didn't even know that your performance was on the pay-per-view you you told me backstage that you thought your performance was like we thought it was going to be pre-show or i actually thought it was not aired i thought this was intermission right right, just intermission like for the crowd there right so that's why we did the t-shirt thing and just to keep people in their seats and you know to hang out so i didn't know i'm like oh this isn't airing we're just kind of we're doing it for the people here and the people are into it they're clapping i got i got them on beat we're going with some rhythm and things are going well man and uh Yes, Man, I had to watch it again to to see it. This dude throws a chair into the ring, like just takes a chair, just chucks it. Well, now they got the chair idea. like hits Teak in the foot, basically. Yeah, yo, I got hit and with I'm that like, chair. Bounced, yo, like, why how, did you laugh? How why reckless you, is this? That ridiculous that he actually threw. A I think chair? he was. I think Teak was just like surprised, like everybody else. Yeah, being like, like, this a, has got to be a joke. It was like a nervous laugh. It was a fucking, you know. You got to be thinking like, oh, he's just joking. Like, then he throws a chair in the ring. I'm like, you know, what's going on? So he cuts the song off. He interrupts the everything a minute twenty four in and tells me, I mean, you guys heard it, all the things he said. Uh, And okay, rap is crap. That's cool if you want to. You want to put yourself over at at my expense, the non rapper, big whoop. You mean the non-wrestlers? I'm a non-wrestler. You want a non-rapper? Yeah, he's a non-rapper. But you want you're in, I'm in your ring. You want to you want to shine a little bit. You want to look tough. I get it. But where he went over the line is where he put his hands on myself antique, and I was like, that to me was not cool. Was not called for. Right. Gave Teak a, a stiff looking kick. And, uh, oh, not stiff looking. It was a, I mean, was a stiff kick. I watched a few Should times, like hurt. he, he moved him with his boot. Yo, and I, I was like, yo, this dude is not playing. Like you start thinking like, I know I Neo ran up on us in the back and was like, you know, like, making yo, sure we were good. okay. Yeah. Like this is a situation where again, I'm not in my environment. I'm not in my element. I just was brought there to do a service, to do a job. My song is three minutes long. I would have been done. So in the midst of him talking trash and all that, he, he called me slipping. He got the best of me. But I tell you this, it will not happen again. It was surreal. It was surreal because, like you said, like watching it from the crowd, there was a weird reaction. Like the first thing yeah. was, hey, bullies out there. Like it was kind of, yeah. it was, it was funny, right? Okay, like, hey, and then bully. like you said, like it was like, oh, he's coming out early for his match or something. Or maybe he's commentating. Right. I don't know what his position, I don't, keep up on ring of honor so i don't know like if he's wrestling if he's in a feud what what the hell's going on and he 
like he just storms out to the ring and like the the I, like I've I've heard the rap is crap stuff before. Yeah. But like I'm I mean, I didn't like, I didn't think for a second that he was pulling that on you while in the middle of your promotion. And like then like when he hand, throws his hands on you like it was it seemed like it was just all not happening. Like none of that seemed like it was actually Imagine being there. And you no, thinking yeah, like, "Oh, wild. here's a dude you looked up to, a freaking Hall of Famer, D, the 3D, the ah, what's up?" like being an ECW kid, like seeing this and being in the ring, like everything was just happening so fast. So everyone is always like, yo, man, I would have threw, I would have hit, I would have did. Man, in the moment, you, nobody knows what they would do, man, because it's, it's, it's happening in a flash and you don't expect that. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, like, he wasn't expecting for you to come back at him with, with the quits. Nah, he didn't think I would, I would have, you know, something in the chamber for him. You know, I gave him the Devon and, and, and the West Ave and testify. <laughs> You know, and, and so getting the best of him in his arena made him upset. So maybe yeah. it was a good idea. Right. So I at that point, I feel like he didn't mean. have nothing to do. But at yeah. that point, well, he, test you. Yeah. Well, it was childish, right? He it was couldn't. Like, I can't. Was. I can't mentally match you anymore. Yeah. So I'm just going to shove you. In right? a competition like, of wits, he lost. Right. He lost. So he had to go he back to physical. his. He had to right. go back to his. You know, but his then primal he also, physical. You know, reaction. Once we got out the ring, he picked the chair up. So I'm saying he must have been scared that we were gonna, that we were gonna get back in the ring on him. After, after you left the ring, he threatened some kids! He threatened yeah, some children. Wow. He was out of the, control. I tape for that. that no, he was I don't out know of control. if ROH like does fines and things, but I really think they do. We saw the saying, list on the back. There was fines. There, was there like, are fines. There was like literally a list of like so do's and don'ts. You said he was out of control. They need yeah, to find that control. guy. And I'm not. I'm he not a snitch. I'm just saying. You, we all saw it happen. We all saw this. ROH handle your employee. That's all I'm saying. Like you can't have. The inmates running the asylum, coming up in the ring, ruining something that you asked me to do. I flew from Texas. I got there early in the morning. I changed. That's I rehearsed. The I wrote. Part. I practiced. Yep. It's not cool. Yeah, that's, that's all crazy. I'm gonna say. Oh, and man. uh, and bu- uh, Bubba, you got some. You got some. We'll see you when we see. You got some. You got some legal fees coming your way. Well, ROH. Antique, Antique wasn't <laughs> even like. At least Rand was there. Nobody signed any waivers. Like Rand yo. was rehearsing. He was there. He was part of the show. Teak showed up with us, and then Rand was like, "Hey, do you want to come do this performance with me?" Like Teak had right. Zero. I showed up. I showed yeah. no idea. I mean, I showed up a good a good minute before the performance, but man, like maybe like thirty ring. minutes before the show, though. What were you? So what were you guys thinking? Who were at home? Like Rock when you no. saw that? Because again, we didn't we didn't talk about what would go it, down. It, it, so what on, was your reaction? No, I, I actually I posted a series of videos on the Matt Mania. Uh, I Instagram. did see yes. them. I saw yeah, that. I saw that I was literally watching it when I saw when I heard it was you. I just I you know was on my iPad and I had my phones. I was going to record it. And then I saw you, you know, I saw you come out. I was, I was wilding out. And then you really hear me. I was like, Oh shit, there's Bully Ray. I'm like, what is, I'm like, what the fuck is he like doing here? And then it's like, and, and then, and then you just see like, he just went completely like left field on y'all for God knows what reason, you know, whether or not you like rap or not, it's like dog, like they're here to do something. They were hired by your company, your employer, you know, yeah. they're so doing their thing. The product. Right. Yeah. You know, just well, to the real, if, they were doing their job. If yeah. he was doing his job, maybe they wouldn't have needed me. How about that? Yeah. If Bully was bringing those butts to the seats hey. and he was the money maker, like he said, then why would they need extra entertainment? And, and, Riddle me this. And I just want Bubba. to say I did not mean to by any means 
extend oh, no, my. You you, I got in it. I don't want to get in it. I don't want to get involved. No, in Kat, it, right? we, okay. we in this together now. Right, so basically, what had happened was <laughs> I started talking. I started talking shit to Bully Ray based on what I saw the night before because I thought it was bullshit. And I think at one point I said he wasn't half the man Spike was via t- tweets. And I had, I, it took me a while to comprise that tweet. I was like, I gotta come back at him with something strong. I gotta hit him hard with what he did because he was talking shit. He called you mega douche on my Twitter. Yeah. I can't stand for that. And so I went on the offensive. I'm in line. I'm at Samstown. I'm at Dunkin' Donut and I decide to tweet back to Bully Ray and like not within three minutes of me sending the tweet, Bully Ray is standing behind me in Dunkin' Donut. And just to give you like just to give you a realistic idea of of this guy, I ran into him later that night at the television tapings. He introduced himself to me. I introduced himself to back and he said, Derek who? Is what he said to me. He knew. Then he proceeded to tell me, I know you guys were taking pictures of me in Dunkin' Donuts. Let me see them. And he asked me to pull out my cell phone and show them to him. And he made me delete the pictures that I took of him at Dunkin' Donuts. Sounds like an insecure dude, man. And he called you a cut. He did call me that. And he got a little sensitive ass drink at Dunkin' Donuts, also. So. Yeah. Did he, did he, did he, he get like a skinny, like, yeah, skinny latte? Yeah, skinny latte. Got a lot of whipped cream and cinnamon. A lot of, uh, a lot of whipped cream and cinnamon. Hey, a lot of, bitch. A lot let of me nut. get a skinny macchiato. <laughs> that is not tough at all. That's a lot wild. of a lot of milk mustaches going on. And I will say, as someone. So what happened? For, so from Neo, Neo's pers- cow pers- perspective, <laughs> I was told to film it from the ground from the ground level. We can get some mm-hmm. clips, you know, for social media to enhance the product. Mega Rand and Matt Mania podcast. At, at, from my perspective, everything was going great. When I saw you know Bully Ray come down, I was thinking the same thing. Where I'm like, okay, he's probably gonna go to ringside. No, you see the chair fly, and I fidget like my camera fidgets. Okay. Um, <laughs> You know, it keeps it going, keeps it going. And then as he proceeds to, to talk his shit, my jaw is just dropping. Like, again, what... what it's weird to keep filming that, right? It, like, it's like, like a, it's like literally a car wreck. Yeah. So in the back of my mind, I'm thinking to myself, well, what causes this man to, to again, put his hands on, on two artists who come to enhance the product to put more, you know, to, to, to make it more, uh, you know, um, you know, make it more friendly to reach out to the demographics and say, Hey, listen, we, not only do we do professional wrestling, we also have the music. Yeah. Yo. Small testicles, small testes, That's what that is. but tiny cojones. What, and what happened was, so once he starts <laughs> doing everything, I'm in a panic. I'm, I'm frantic. I don't know what's happening to my friends. They're getting tossed out the ring. Right. He doesn't even know how many people we were there with. He does not know how many people we were there that that you know that were with us. So again, once everything happened, I uh, you know I ran backstage to, to check on my friends and you know thank God they're okay. Teak, unfortunately, you know he has a little tightness in the neck. Yo, and hold uh, on for for all the people tightness. for all the people who listen into this podcast who's been tweeting us and everything thinking it's a work mm. like they sent <laughs> security guys to the ring 
to yeah, make man. sure that we were okay afterwards and to get us out of there. Like I because said, we didn't sign what waivers, was going so on it was physical point, was yeah. not a part of what we were supposed to do. Like as so long they had as, to make sure as we long safe. as the talking was going on, they were letting it roll. But once things started getting physical, they started sending guys out there because they didn't know what was going to happen after that. But we appreciate everyone, you know, to reaching out to us on the Matt Mania, on uh, on on Mega Rands and on Teak's Twitter at Random Beats on Instagram at, at uh, Teak Hall on Instagram. Thank you so much for showing your sympathy and your support. You know, this is Team Mega, Team Teak, uh, Matt Mania podcast. We're gonna rally. Uh, you know, behind our friends here. You can't fuck with Steel Cage either. And we're gonna beat Yo, Bully. Mm-hmm. We're gonna it's beat Bully. Facts. Hashtag beat Bully. Yeah, I was just playing SmackDown versus Raw 2007. Uh, I saw that. I saw and, that. Um, yeah, those and I used and I dominated them. So, yo, anybody, because he he dis, he dis gamers. So I was like, yo, if anybody's out there that's a gamer, do us a favor. Go online. Go on your favorite game system. Find your WWE games from back in the day. Yo, get Billy Ray, Ray Dudley he and was- use freaking Spike. Use Hornswoggle. Use anybody that, that you want. And whoop him and He's show it to him. Tag him. Real bully Ray fifty one fifty. Tag him. Shoot Ray in those clips. Hey Ray. You need to you need to put him in a bunny costume. You need to tweet that out on your Twitter. You need to rally rally the troops so that we can get all those clips. We can get somebody to fucking put all the tie all those clips together. We're gonna have like an hour long YouTube video of people just beating bully ray clips. Additionally, don't be afraid, Matt Maniacs, to 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 share your disdain to bully ray he he is on twitter find him and let him know what you think of him for doing what he did to one of our national heroes and also and treasures. if you can't Boy. play then you pick bully ray and let the computer beat you up just let him whoop you <laughs> he's got i know he's got his own like platform you know he's got a radio show and he's been he's been talking some trash there yeah but so we got one too. i said you know what the maniacs are strong Oh, yeah. So we will not oh, be yeah. moved. We won't be bent. We won't be y'all are pushed here. down. We like, appreciate all of y'all. Never back down, no bully. I've gotten saying. phone calls, texts from people who was like, "Yo, where you at? I need to pull up. I got Max? bloods in Vegas. Let's What's up?" Go. Like, it's been. You don't know how many people's on your top, dog. Like, how many <laughs> people I had to save <laughs> you from. Head, you don't even boy. know, bro. You don't even know. You might not have made it out of Vegas, bro. You don't, go against, you don't yeah. know you messing with, bro. That's you don't want to go saying. against his move set with his three moves. So, Graveyard, Yo, I mean, yeah. one, one of his yeah. moves. He's digging holes in the desert all day. One of his moves, you he can't do it without before. another person. So, <laughs> exactly. You can't where, even where D- Where's Devon? Where's <laughs> That's right. Devon living his best life, chilling. You are still chasing relevance. Yo, yeah, and, 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 then had the and then he had the nerve to tell you to go get your shine box. Yeah, I was like, come many, on, man. Too many casino you, yeah. Joe Pesci movies out right. there. Yeah, you, trying to stay relevant. You talking big, buddy. You talking big, but nah. No, that's the thing. thing. He was trying to get like a hometown pop by using that quote. That's what he was trying that's to do. All. Trying to get some Vegas heat or Vegas pop. You know what, man? I don't even talk about this dude no more. But what's up with Raw Smack? There's something else, man. Yeah, let's, let's, he ain't getting no more of our airtime, man. Bully, you need, when I see you, you know what it you is. You need Rhonda's husband to drag you out of here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the hashtag... Beat Yo, bully. Beat bully. Beat bully. Yo, so all that, all that, all that, all that is said and done. But um, trust me, you're going to have to see us again. I do got some words for ROH, <laughs> though, about the food that y'all was serving at the venue. 
Those tacos was greasy as fuck. Yeah, it was. Okay, now. That wasn't free food. You paid for the tacos. So we paid $3 for these broke ass hard shell tacos. That's your fault. And Teak and I. No, we were trying to eat. You in Vegas, the land of the buffet. You should have went to the buffet. Okay. We can't eat buffet while we're trying to watch the show. But tell you what. And they didn't, even though we was there to perform, they did not cater us. So. You have to tip your cap off. <laughs> to the ingenuity of Neo Antique, we took, we thought, okay, these tacos are $3, but the condiments are free. <laughs> so what we went they ahead and did. a salad did. bar Neo of condiments. Neo was shit. Neo looked up a taco salad. <laughs> about to get Smart man. Thank you. And again, you know, eat, eat, eating with the plate out, trying to get no food on the on the fresh clean uh, Matt Mania white hoodie. Yeah, so, so I don't. I've, I've watched enough um, enough cooking shows, and um, you got the stance down. Yeah, the stance down. They said that's like the New York stance when you eating. So you got to hold the plate out, and then you got to like stand to the side so it don't fall on your like shoes. Damn, and then you got to. <laughs> uh huh. But with a plate, the fighting stance before you eat. Yeah, I'm, that... I'm fighting that food. Damn, <laughs> fighting to get, fighting to get it guess, down. And, and guess what? I don't never lose. Do you win? <laughs> Undefeated. <laughs> so, uh, man, I've been I've been so hot this week that I've actually missed a lot of wrestling uh, yeah. outside of this. So, it's, what what happened on Raw? Let's talk about it. Give me give me five points on Raw five points. that are definitely worth talking about. All right. give me five. Ronda Rousey's husband punched a security guard with a, with a stiff forearm. <laughs> I saw that. I'm all for it. That's I thought that was dope. And to be honest, I mean, not to get too detailed into yeah. that, but I just we need one say, point. Like, that was it. Was a good. It's it's a good. Oh, I got another one. Story. For her, right? Like, oh, yeah. Because she has been kind of ridiculous and out of control. Oh, yeah. So, like, to have her it's husband. Uh, Rogue, Rogue Ronda. Right. Rogue, Rogue Ronda. Rogue right? Ronda right. one. Rogue right. Ronnie. So, to have big teddy bear Travis come in and, and cuddle her away the yeah. way he did. He really and also, did. like, you know, like, uh, take care of business. He but consoled also, her. Right? You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't yeah, but even but even though Ronda is But even though Ronda is who she is, like, I, I understand the story that they're trying to tell. But really, who are we letting get physical on the other side of the... The, the rails and nobody doing nothing about it. We Apparently, just, just, Shane McMahon can attack anybody he wants, including he can. He owns the. His, he, his did George, face daddy. he did attack George. He did attack George I mean, he, he also got the money daddy. to probably Let pay me it ask off. You this. After you just watched him knock out one security guard, do you want to be the security guard brave enough to be number two to go in there and try to take his no. ass out? Do you want to, uh, Not even it? a little bit. What is it yeah, called? give me a, give me the taser. Where's Scott Hall's taser at? Where's Nash's kettle? Another point and i hope this gets changed because there's a lot of uproar about this uh kurt angle announced he's yes. gonna have his retirement match at wrestlemania stupid and he came out to announce his opponent <laughs> oh, um lo and behold they are currently booking kurt angle versus boring oh, corbin man. at wrestlemania and the internet's yo are in I'm, uproar. At, I'm at the point right now where i want baron corbin to get fired what the fuck is this guy doing no, you're right. he has that, had the great. craziest fucking career right now like he's got several, heat he's got heat he wrestles what? in a vest he don't have no more heat he gets booed every time he comes he out does, and he's getting booed because we tired of seeing oh, yeah. him that's part of the problem though he has the same heat that roman has as a face yeah it's the same thing that happened when, when thing roman with, came out every time right right but, but we're the heels we're so just tired of seeing him. him all the time so that's why we're boom, like that's, oh it's him again it's part of the problem but i'm like what the problem fuck? is that we make a noise if like, we stop making noise he would st- they'd stop putting once him on. they right. took him out of his um big facts once they took him out of his role as commissioner 
or whatever he yeah, was, constable, constable GM. Then we shouldn't have. Why been, is he still wearing suits? We should. Right. We shouldn't have been seeing Baron Corbin anymore like after that. Right like they they teamed Baron Corbin up with Lashley and fucking McIntyre right. for no good reason. There's no storyline tying these guys tall. together. That's their t- storyline is that they're tall. He was and in ballet at the Scottsdale Quarter. Just yeah. just for Baron oh, to still be right. in the picture, and now his WrestleMania match is going to be Kurt Angle's last match. I think they're going to change that. Um, well, okay, here's the question, though. Do you think it was initial? Do you think this was a mind game with WWE to want us to want a better match? What or do I you read, think that they're just going to react to What the, I read on the dirt sheets was the, Tom, because, Rock. because of the reaction, okay. that's why they're looking to possibly change it. <laughs> I don't know if you, but what did Cena. they think the reaction well, like, was going to be? How could it not be John Cena? Did you see what John Cena posted on his Instagram? No. He was talking shit. Yeah, he posted up a, <laughs> somebody was holding up a sign. I forgot what it says. I have a computer right He's in my hand. been, he's all, he's known for being like snarky and secretive on his Correct. Instagram. Correct. That would make me contrary to start sense. something. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad at John Cena being. I wouldn't be mad at that. Well, I, they knew the crowd wouldn't like I mean, so that. Yeah. It's like it so, has to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. So John Cena posted up a photo of a, of a fan holding up a sign that reads "Baron Corbin is a dumpster fire." Posted on John Cena's wow. official Instagram. So he posted it on his. And what did he say to it? I don't know. I don't know. Did, did Corbin comment? Probably. Said John he Cena said that Corbin is a dumpster fire. Yeah. At TGI Fridays. Right. True. No oh, phones allowed that. on the floor. I don't see that. any so, response from boring. Corbin so here's what's in the up. Comments. Uh, I think if Cena could do it, he would do it. So that makes me think he might be. He's not even who I want. He might have other plans. <laughs> I want someone that can wrestle. That can really wrestle. I would love to see him go against Shelton. I thought him and Chad Ooh, Gable would have been dope great. too. Would Chad be would be the perfect be person that was good, torch. but they already did it. I wish his um, fake son wasn't injured so that we could get the father <laughs> and son match. That probably yeah. was the plan. I'm almost positive it was That's it crazy. was Jason Jordan. Yeah, because that whole storyline didn't get to finish, and finish it was gonna. I feel like that was the plan. Or maybe he'll pop up. He got a couple weeks. I thought you said he was. I thought you said he was too injured. I read that, but you never know. I heard was it was a rap potentially for his entire. I mean, we thought not wrestle anymore. We thought Daniel Bryan wasn't going to wrestle anymore either. So things can change. There's always miracles. There's always second, third, fourth opinion. There's always one match. There's always a steroid shot in the neck. Ask Kurt Angle; he knows all about that. Man, we recently had the retirement of Adam Rose. Rest in peace, his career. Yeah, man. The Rosebuds. Um, another point from Raw. All right, that's Leo two. Cruz. What we got? We got two. Uh, Braun Strowman teamed up with Finn Balor against Lashley and Leo Rush. Pause. Um, Pause. Do we care? Well, no. <laughs> well no, next, no, 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 give no, me no, another no, point. No, give no, me another no, point. No, I thought their, I thought your Braun. point was going point. to be Braun monster among ass. No, his bullshit ass WrestleMania match that he's just in the Andre the Giant. Like, who cares? He just announced he was in the Andre the Giant. He's gonna win that shit again, probably. No, but that's not the point. Well, no. what would that do for him? He this? needs to get a title since, match. Since Braun has been popular, is this the third Trash Mania he's been in or the second? I don't know why they, 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 they teased you. They pulled them, they put them forward and then they were, they scared to pull the trigger on Braun. I think Braun's going to go down as the biggest fumble in WWE the, history. The Braun. Nicholas shit was trash. Yeah, last this, year. Him, was that last year? Yeah. That Nicholas, was, that, that was, was last garbage. year, right? Yeah, that was last was year. he popular the year before that or was this his, no. that, that was his See, first last popular year? Last year was his come out, yeah. And then this year, they got him fucking around with the Saturday Night Live cast and <laughs> he's going to go into the Andre the Giant <laughs> Battle Memorial. Like this is a guy who we thought was going to be champion he last year. Been champion by now, 
Monster among mid-carters. Brock was there, but, too. But uh, anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Brock Yo, was there. He, he's got a new Brock point. appeared. Give yeah. me that. Brock appeared. Right. Right. Paul Heyman talked. Paul Heyman talked. That was a point. Are Seth. we excited about Seth versus Brock? No, because if Seth wins, I'm going to be pissed. I hate Wait, Seth you Rollins. want Brock more than I'm Seth? Sorry. I would take Brock over Seth. No, G1. No, no. I'm, I Thoughts. Like Seth, what do you bro. think, G1? <laughs> sorry. Listen. Sorry. Seth Rollins. Give me the, the, way they like, hi- the way they hyping uh, this up is basically like Seth Rollins is going to basically be the sacrificial lamb. He's going to make sure if he's dead, Brock Lesnar is going to be dead right along with him. And I like his thinking. I want him to win the belt, mainly because I'm just tired of seeing Brock Lesnar with it. But if anybody was going to take it now, Seth, man. Mm. Seth. He's the best Seth, guy for it. Dude, but he burns it down. He's he's one of the few relevant and then we get And then we get Seth. You might be one of the only slam. hype people uh. at this table right now about Seth. The Seth, the, Seth the fire that he burns it down too, yeah. with is, he's is cool, off cool right Man. now. That match overall, he's I'm just not, I'm not hype about it. Right they, they haven't done a great job of hyping that match. And for that reason, if this match ends the show, it's, it can't. it's BS. We know, we know it's it should not end the show. It needs to be... The women's title yeah. match. Here's the problem. There's too much time between the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, right? Yep. And they don't properly build it up to this. So what we really have is not only the Seth cooling off, because we were so amped about him winning the Royal yeah. Rumble. Y'all were so amped. We didn't care so that it amped. was the... We didn't care that it was the predictable choice, because right. he was the predictable choice. Yeah. We were happy that it was the right choice. Yeah, it was the right, the right choice. person, right? And that's really what it comes down with WrestleMania. It comes down to the same thing with Becky Lynch, right? Mm-hmm. They put so much into that, but they really kind of just exasperated themselves. They ran out of gas, and yeah. we're he still not even we're, we're not even close there, right? And so, like now with both of those rivalries, we're kind of like, eh, no, eh. man. And that's part of the reason they why. had enough gas. They got enough gas for both of those rivalries. No, they, they were do. doing it's Becky's the, rivalry on Raw and SmackDown. Right, they were force saying. feeding us that one, and they put Seth on the back burner. Like, oh, everybody, we kn- we know Brock and you are going to sell, not knowing that everybody just got bored but with. They, but they didn't even stretch that out. They just came right out of the Royal Rumble with it, and I'm like, I'm but I think we talked about this before when we, didn't we say it was like that Seth and and Brock is like the fifth most important storyline going on right yeah. now, like. Wow. He's he's underneath Roman coming back from cancer, <laughs> Becky Lynch's storyline. Like, there's so many things that he's like his this main so you, title is not important Kofi right now. But you don't Daniel Bryan Kofi yeah. Daniel. easily on top. So you don't, and that just happened three weeks ago. And you that's know what I mean? The thing about it is, is honestly, and it's not even official yet. We, we and it's not official yet. It's not official. But they yet, can but do. But be. that's why the WWE always shows like, man, like they can pull something out of their ass. Like they they got the the know how and can do it. Because like it would be dope. Who I think this happened last week, right? When um Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, beat him up and then went with Paul Heyman, right? right? Yeah. So, like, guess what? Any moment that would be a better match than seeing Seth go against Brock. Like, oh, now all of a sudden, now um, Shelton Benjamin well, is working with it's us. New. Yeah, yeah. At, and at now you got to fight him I in liked, order to get to Brock. Like the same shit yeah, that they're doing with Kofi. That'd be cool. He's like, the give him some. You give him the, the mini boss. Yeah. But like, I would have liked to see Shelton out there this week with them. That would have been. But now you got to worry about Shelton the, at Mania, right? Because now he's in the he's in the rafters. What if they like, make, the if they make him it, like special guest ref or something? <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. Cool. Do something to spice something. it up, shake right? It up. I, I agree with you in that, and that's the thing. That's what makes the Kofi Daniel Bryan storyline right. better right now. That's what makes it the most interesting well, and, and thing. I, is it's it's developing as we go along. 
versus these other things being set in stone weeks ago and then them having to like keep these embers burning. And that's why that's new and exciting. Yeah. But they've taken all of their focus and put it on the women for like yeah. a long chunk of time. And that's feel, why we're all excited for that. We all want to see that. But I feel like that Seth and um, Brock storyline, especially with Brock not being there. So it's like Seth is the only one to carry that storyline. And then when that storyline gets derailed it, by the S.H.I.E.L.D. storyline, exactly. it's just like, man, exactly like it's, they're doing that with a lot of people right now. Where they're making the the titles not important. I the titles are going. Titles to, been the titles are secondary to I, a lot of just story. I story. personally think what they did was they took the 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 fire that they had burning under Becky and 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 Ronda and everything, and they put it under Kofi and Daniel Bryan. That's my personal opinion because you know you had. Vince involved with that other thing, but now Vince isn't involved at all with the women's thing. Well, hold on, because I want to. We definitely going to talk about the Kofi stuff, but let's finish this um, this raw this raw segment. No, no, no. I'm saying though, that's part of the reason why the whole like, I I personally think as far as this week's go, uh, the 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 women was one of the most important things that happened on this week's episode, and that's kind of part of it is just the fact that like they've had to continue to extend this and really. The only thing that they've done differently has been Rhonda's change of her character throughout. They haven't done any... Charlotte's still spouting off the same lip service. Becky's still the same. Becky hasn't done anything. You still talking about SmackDown, man. Still limping. (laughs) No, this is on Raw, too. It's on both shows. I mean, it's the belt belt for Raw. It's not on SmackDown. It's the belt for Raw. It's the Raw belt. We keep forgetting that. I I forget that um, Ronda is... is, I I also forgot that Ronda was on Raw for a second because she's She's, all on SmackDown. Asuka's belt just doesn't even... doesn't matter. Yet another reason to put these belts all together, the right. thing is, yep. it's like Braun Strowman and Oscar. They have so much potential, like you know, in in whatever you know brand they are in, and they're just not given the opportunity. Well, Bra- but Braun <laughs> had that's a, that's a good similarity. Well, Braun had fucking the mainstream potential because he was already on Raw or SmackDown or whatever. Like they brought Oscar up, and some people might not watch NXT, mm-hmm. so we saw a lot of NXT people get fumbled. But for y'all to make Braun popular on the main brand. And then still be like, oh, um, let's make a toy out of him. Like, ooh, he breaks cars. <laughs> like, that's that's what y'all are gonna do with this guy. Like, yeah. but you know, more. I'm they, just I'm just more. They're patient. all about selling. Like, maybe that could have been the toys plan will make more money than him being the champ. We maybe? always we always do that with a lot of these guys. Though we always assume like whatever. Like if if Braun is being put into a rivalry with the Saturday Night Live guys, as lame as we think it is. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. It's still a mainstream look. WWE, yeah. right? Because they're putting, uh, you know, this multi-million, th- this multi-million uh, person watch Saturday Night Live show, correct? And they're putting it with Brock Strowman, right? Well, yeah, it's the it's the it's the cross brand, right? And move. it's like Braun's gonna probably pop up, pop up on SNL on SNL at some point, and all of that stuff. Like it's a money move. It, it, I would I would watch Braun on SNL busting through a wall like the Kool Aid Man into a segment. Oh, I would yeah. love that. <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, really, what it comes down to is kind of like when we talk about ratings, right? WWE doesn't give a shit about ratings anymore because it's not about ratings. Their brand, their empire has extended past ratings. They have their own goddamn network. They don't need to worry about ratings on USA. Well, and I think the other thing people got to realize is like Raw is like the sketch show. Like, absolutely. Like that's why it's three hours. Like. 
with SmackDown going to Fox, like SmackDown is the wrestling show. That's why we always talk about like when people are coming to come up, like the 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 wrestling wrestling talented guys like will look good on. On SmackDown, SmackDown. but, but people who can fucking Raw. talk and do other type of stuff, you know, put them on Raw. That's what bothers me about Raw is I want the over dramatic stuff on Raw, and they don't do it. They don't, really they don't do it. They don't. They do don't give you enough of, of it, but they're bringing it back down. No, I know, and that's what they need to do. There's there's times where like we all talk about watching old episodes of Raw. There's podcasts that do it, and then they go back and review it. Whatever. I feel like sometimes. They need to go back and watch old episodes mm. of Raw because honestly, let's be the the wrestling right now is so heads and shoulders above what wrestling was in the Attitude Era. Yeah, but it's not a question about the ability of the guys to wrestle. It's a question about the ability to entertain. It's a question about right. basically making a television show every week. As much as they want to go out there and put on a house show, they need to mm. go out and put on a television show, right? And so, yeah. like, when Vince pops up at the end of these episodes, when he pops up at the end of Raw and SmackDown and all of a sudden changes the game, drops a bombshell on us, yeah. that makes that shit amazing. Like, I right. can't wait to watch the next like, week. Oh, because, what's he going to do next? Right. I can't wait to see Becky's reaction. I can't wait right. to see Kofi's reaction. But, yeah, most of the stuff when it comes to wrestling, like, that's going to be the people in the ring wrestling. Like, I've seen guys put matches together just you know talking about it they don't need they need the writers to write like segments they need the well, writers the to write is, yes. like yeah, yeah you know, i agree yeah what we was things ridiculous things that we shit, cars blowing up yeah. people dying whatever give the it hell, the entertainment man, give me all of it like, but give me all over i'm gonna I'm, a, I'm gonna it's take the mannequins. i'm gonna take the short corporate road just for a moment just the corporate uh, uh opinion and be like old raw was amazing we had triple h rock Stone Cold, Mankind, mankind DX, uh, R.I.P. Test. We had so many <laughs> Undertaker. Later, where he's going because he's saying big names. Now you I can't. Like the Rock is the. Look biggest. at our top guys. There's no Rock. There's no Stone Cold. The Rock is. There ain't the one biggest. Seth Rollins is not star. the Rock. He's not Stone Cold. He's not Mankind. He's not. Yeah. He's not as good on the mic. He's not as charismatic. The, the top guys on each show are not those old guys. Yeah, I know, the I, maybe they could become that. Yeah, like Becky's becoming that. But even then, like, there's hey. probably some people who don't necessarily take to her like they took the Stone Cold. But let's, okay, let's be honest. Like, well, they also, you know, uh, the ratings, you know, I mean, not the ratings, but the, not the ratings that they're getting, but the rating that they have. They are PG. So they can't let loose part of it on right. the mic. You think The Rock can't be entertaining on a PG show? Mm-hmm. No, well, but, but The Rock didn't have to be entertaining on a PG show. The Rock entertained us. He got our attention on a show where he could say whatever the, he wanted to say. Yeah, The Rock even on a PG there was no reins on The Rock sideways the rock and shoving up your show candy can still tell you you look like ten pounds of monkey crap. A lot of a lot of hold on a lot of a lot of poon tang eating. There was a lot of poon tang eating. That wasn't even my favorite stuff he did. No, it didn't have to hotel. I'm saying there was a lot of things that he should not have been saying. A lot of innuendo. I get it. But also, The Rock is one of the biggest stars in Hollywood right now. So you can't compare him being right because he could come back and be entertaining PG. Exactly, and that's the thing about it. Yeah, yeah he could, told Lana she was flexible. That was like recent. Well, he's had innuendo even when he came back. Right, well, but he's going to come back and everybody's just going to love him because he's The Rock and he's the, back. The thing about The Rock is he understands wrestling is like 13-year-old <clears> humor. <throat> stuff that makes a 13-year-old laugh. 
It's the same thing that's yep. going to make 25-year-old dudes right. laugh. It's going to make 8-year-olds laugh. It's going to make all yep. of us laugh. It's dumb shit, but it's wrestling. That's the reason why wrestling isn't a place for, like, PC culture or any of this other stuff. I understand we have to be progressive, and I understand we definitely have to try our best to, to advance and be better people. But at the same time, The Rock making Putang jokes, like, that's not something that I'm really worried about <laughs> happening in, in 2019. At the same time, too, though, like you said... It's hard to estimate how much The Rock now being the biggest Hollywood star in America and Stone Cold Steve Austin being one of the biggest icons in America currently, being there at the same time at the top of the company is to be said for how good wrestling was at that time. Yeah, but the company, first two things, the company made those guys the icons they were at that time. Like, you gotta think arguable. about the, you gotta think about for That's a fact. Those guys well, made those guys themselves. No, arguably the, the fact too. that I'm saying is that you have to have a, um, everything has to align mm-hmm. at the same time. Correct. There's, there's no way in hell that the WWE is going to align the way that it did again when it had The Rock, Triple H, and Stone Cold. Like, all of those guys, hold on, all of those guys have been there for a while, but they all hit their apex at the same time to the fact that they were all, they were, they were all okay. at the. They at, all were great at the same time. You, you yeah, that's what I'm you, saying. Like you, you, you hear the rock though. music, you went crazy. You hear Stone Cold's music, you hey, go crazy. You hear the game. But do you music, think you there's crazy. a possibility? I'll let you talk, Cap. But do you think there's a possibility that they both they all elevate each other's game? Yes. Like they saw Stone Cold out there and, killing them. Was no, like, they, okay, yeah, we, we all heard. This, we all heard Cold this, saying ass. We gonna go. All right, we gonna say ass too. We all heard the story about the rock um Stone Cold Stunner. Yeah. Like we know that we know that they all pushed each other like each other's game. So. But it I was also a different, like... It was a different locker room, different yeah, going, different time. But oh, going yeah. back to the overall point was, I felt like WWE as a whole on Raw was more focused on making a show, right? Like, you would watch episodes... You go back and watch classic episodes of Raw, and, like, they'll take a match and put it as, like, the side thing to what's happening with Stone Cold beating up someone in a van in the back. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's what they did to the show. The show, they didn't care about wrestling. They were telling a story... And wrestling was the backdrop. Right. It was a it was a it was a weekly television show, and the setting was wrestling. But they also now, right, it's, right. it's like they're just televising a house show. They also like. exactly yeah, they're televising a house show because they had a lot more other things that were entertaining too. Like they had pyro, they had shows that were fucking pay per views looked hey, hey. pay per views looked entertaining. You're right. You and would go the, you would watch a pay per view and you would be like, oh, I feel like I'm in this setting, and not feel like oh shit, this is just another episode of Raw. We, we like could beat with, this up all with no long. stakes. That's what she said. Raw has been stripped of interviews because now the interviews <laughs> are on WWE.com. They've been stripped of new debuts because the in- debuts are on NXT. There are so many shit. They had debuts Raw that weren't special. debuts. They, they were just so walking many, through the back so and looking at people like, oh, exactly. here's here's exactly. such and such. Exactly. Like RG, what was his name? I was about to call him RG three. EC three. Just spraying himself with spray tanner. No, I'm just saying. What the fuck is he doing now? Like they brought this guy up. Just be. I feel like it was all a scam just to get their way to Alistair Black and Rick. They said he's in catering. I think so. What it feels like. Everybody they announced has been really. 
underwhelming. Like, I remember somebody looking except at you on that for, picture of have, Lars Sullivan, Lacey Evans. Except uh, for Heavy Machinery. Heavy Machinery. No, but no, what have they, they done? They, they were in do- No Way Jose's. Uh, they were in the Kaga line. I know. That's disrespect. But they're disrespect. But they have humor, and everything that they're doing is With funny. the local talent. They were with <laughs> Chicago's <laughs> finest local talent. That's disrespectful. Hey, by the way, I, I, I fuck with Jose. Shouts out to Jose. But, man, if you don't take out them damn they own I don't braids, know about bro. the braids. He's trying to feel the glove. I, 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 I Yo, so I man. think that we was on that we were on three light no, high points no of Raw. Way. Did Sami Zayn no come way. back yet? No. Let's go to SmackDown because yeah. we got to get to SmackDown. Damn, no Sami Zayn yet? Is he coming back before Give me five Mania? points on SmackDown. SmackDown, SmackDown is the show. SmackDown is yeah, the show was he on Raw for yet? people I, like us. Yes. Okay, explain. So the entire, I'm not sure, um, this probably happened, this happened after the show where Biggie went on a tirade. After the show, after the show. the show. But I'm saying, it's, it's made for tired. people like us because, you know, we definitely had, you know, the, the good guy go through a gauntlet, you know, um, 60 minutes. Was that the, was that the time in oh, the ring? 50, well, 53 minutes initially and then Vince McMahon came out and after that, he won the gauntlet match uh, and added a, Final competitor, and that segment gets Daniel five Bryan. points by itself right there. Because what yeah. didn't he fight five people before he even fought Daniel Very Bryan? Yep. It was the, it every was bar. Whole, so it was half the episode. Yeah, yeah, it was half. Yeah. the episode was dedicated uh-huh. to Kofi. It's very similar to what Seth went through here in Phoenix, actually, which was a big night. That's the night that, that the burnt Seth. down yeah. chant was born. So he went. He went. Um, he went bar. He didn't, was. He didn't win either, though. Seth didn't win. Yeah, either. so it was similar. What made him? Yeah, it was that a was similar situation. No, who was the first? It was Sheamus, then Cesaro. It was Sheamus, Cesaro, then, and then it Samoa was Joe. Samoa. Samoa Joe. Rowan, then Rowan, Rowan. and Randy, then Randy Orton. No, it was Rowan before Samoa Joe. It was oh. Rowan, then Samoa Joe, then Randy Orton. Oh, okay, because um, what's his name? Rowan put him through the table. Rowan just disqu- he he got himself DQ. Do you think it's kind of doing those guys a disservice to just be? Lineup guys, lackeys, henchmen <laughs> to try to keep Kofi out of WrestleMania. Here's the thing. You know what I mean? Mm. It kind of goes back to what we're talking about on Raw. Mm. I, I'm, I'm done thinking anybody's career is over because they were temporarily a minor character in someone right. else's story. Everybody gets their own story eventually. And as long as you play ball and you excel in your position, eventually, just like Kofi, because that's what's happening with Kofi right now. Kofi wasn't supposed to be in this spot. Was supposed to be this here. was supposed yeah. to be Muhammad Ali's spot. Kofi excels. Mustafa Ali. <laughs> Mustafa Ali. No relation to Muhammad Ali. No, no relation to Muhammad The greatest. Ali. Yeah. Uh, Mustafa Ali. Flow like a uh, butterfly. Sleep like a He's got the same qualities. Um, but, like, okay, so, like, Mustafa Ali would have been here, yep. right? And it would have been a different story, but still, with Kofi, it's a better story. And they're telling, the, the, the fact is, is that they kind of, you yeah. know, swapped more, it out and, and gave more depth to it than just yeah. like a rookie that doesn't so belong. So again, he all the situation stuff got a, enhanced it yeah. and, and ran with it. And the and, crowd and, responded. And his, because uh, the thing's got to align again. His counterparts with Biggie and Xavier, they had this motion in the back of their heads. Anytime we've linked up with the New Day, it was things that they would always talk about. It was always like, we're going to make Kofi the champ. We're going to make Kofi the they, champ. They, legitimate for years. For years. Even for as years. a joke, so, even so they, up, up, down, down. But I'm just saying, do you think that, that they could have gave that to they anybody? Just, they just like ran it up the ladder and you know no. put so much fire behind it. So the fact that they believed it, they wanted it, they needed to have it, it elevated it. Well, you just yeah, asked I'm the question. Do you think this could have been anybody? Yeah, I, I argued that while we watched the pay per view together. Was it Fast Lane, Back Fast, Fast, whatever? Yeah, they I think it. I already had left by the so, time you got Yeah, up there. yeah. 
I was like, this is why WWE and their writers and Vince McMahon is a genius. And I was saying it to Schlag and whoever was listening. And he's like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, we all know that this was Mustafa's spot just right, just right. two weeks ago. Sure. <laughs> it was the exact same plan. It could be the exact same plan. I don't know if they changed it because of COVID. Slightly tweaked, but for overall, yeah, Overall, same the, plan. The whole you don't belong. Rags to riches, story. you don't yeah. belong. And... uh and now it's Kofi, and the crowd got behind him. The crowd wants Kofi to win. 11 years, 11 years. Yeah, but three weeks ago, you weren't pushing for Kofi to win care. the title. You didn't care. You wanted him to dance with the pancakes. So when the moment gets flashed in his face and taken away, we want it now. So, again, they're brilliant. And this is why when people say, I don't know if it's Vince McMahon's real words, but he said it in, on show a lot, that I know what the crowd wants better than they do. It's true. Yeah. It's true. He, the, the show determines what you want. Now they've made us want and, and want and want and need Kofi in WrestleMania. And so question is, when I was, does he win if he goes to Mania? Yes. yes. He has to win. Everybody? Neo? He has to win. Rand, your fedora is intense right now. Oh, it's got such a big feather in it. It's, like, it's fucking it's it's like huge. It is like vibrating. He has an actual peacock, a live it's peacock. Dope I have a real <laughs> peacock in my fedora. It is fedora. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's like the Dalton Castle. They know. Hold on. It's, it's, they know. But even so, now, Rock, don't is Kofi winning? No. Ooh. G1, is Kofi winning? Yes. And I, I want him to win, but I want him to win. During that gauntlet match, I still very much believe. Dude, it. I almost cried seeing the New Day huddled up after the gauntlet match, after the, uh, the Elimination Chamber. I believe he's going to win. So, and I think whew. Daniel Bryan is building it up to be just like when he won it. Like, I think Daniel Bryan is... is I hope so. We it all, looks we, like a we repeat of the that same Daniel, story. Exactly, like that he's giving that rub like, like he's giving him... And it worked. <laughs> so now, do you think they do the same thing where Daniel, where Daniel had to fight two matches at Mania? You think they'll do it again? They'll give him like... I think they'll do it. Not Triple H, but somebody else? You know what? I wouldn't, put it, I wouldn't put it past them to mm. do it again and it just be like... You know, another segment where they're trying to talk to him again, and it's like you know, demanding. No, he has to go through Big E, demanding a match. He turns on him. (laughs) That was a good idea. I like that. Finger poke of doom. Big E's gonna lay down. I think Big E's gonna turn on him. I think Big E's gonna stop him from getting his. Do that. Triple Threat has to be a winner, and if you lose. You're out of the a triple threat. That would ultimately be a new I day. I want to see that. You got to talk to me. That would be a new day that we completely didn't want. Wow. Holy. If anybody's God. listening, please, y'all. I think that would be amazing. That's the swerve you know, of all swerves. You know what my thing though is? Is I don't want to see them break up the new day. No. And I, I know either. that. I know. I know. I want to see them all celebrate once Kofi wins the title. That's what that's I'm talking about. That's the. It is, right? Because that's... Even the, if... Sorry to cut you off. Even if that's the first match of the card... Oh, it doesn't matter, man. Because that's, that's our... SmackDown title has been first match of the of, of the card and a lot. that is the first match of the card, and they let Kofi win it, shit is, shit is turnt the I'm whole gonna go, night. I'm going to go that's back. Mania is turnt the you, whole you, night. They let Kofi win it. The 20 the whole night. You're right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to... Go we celebrating on the floor all night, no matter... No matter what the matches look like. It's like when Barack we, won. We, we, Y'all saw that yeah. South Park episode. <laughs> Everybody was dancing Party in the, the street. street. <laughs> it's the truth. 
That's true. Oh, well, it's shit. like if you want to send your fans yeah. home, give them something like that, right? I mean, everything else on the card is pretty inconsequential. I mean, but they're going to give us like Becky at the end, too. But they gonna, this mania going to send people home. I don't fucking care about Becky as much as I care about a good news mania. Here's the thing, though, is is like you got to strike when the iron's hot, and WWE is really bad at that. They are. They are bad. They are good at reacting. And especially since this whole thing where they said in December where they were going to listen to the fans, they have been. I get that, mm-hmm. and I don't put that past them, and I applaud them for it. I think they've always listened to the fans, though. I think they listen mm-hmm. to the fans with the whole B-plus players shit with Daniel Bryan. As yeah. much as fans want to really believe that they changed stuff, I think that they kind of mind-tricked they us listened. into that. Yeah, it was but they, they went with us, you know, and... Now I think they're doing the same thing with Kofi, but Kofi yeah, but, uh, is happening naturally. Yeah, right. It's happening in real time, it's just and with it, with it, ha- with it happening in real time, I don't think they have as much time to screw it up Here, because yeah. it's happening in real time. Here's the thing, so, they, so week to week, they have to figure out what he's going to do, and it's not too much time overthinking what he's going to do. Right. That is like not a lot of time to stretch it out either, because mania is in what. A week, it's two weeks, or something. Two weeks. So, within this amount of time that this fell in their lap, and I still feel like that fucking Black History Month has something to do with it. Wow. Like, okay. Well, okay, him, let's him let's getting let's... these shots during Black History Month made a lot of people excited about that. Like, oh shit, are they? Are we going to get a black champion during Black History Month? Let's and be then, honest. Like, like, this we got Bobby Lashley right that month. Yeah. We got Bobby Lashley that, that month. month. Bobby he Bobby also Lashley. lost the title that month and too. And our truth. And our truth lost it that month too. February. So this. Wait, wait, wait. No, I want to say this though. I I think this is the best storyline about this when you really think of it. Right. We have a big problem with with uh, division in this country right now, Mm -hmm. and the underlying storyline here, as as laid out by one of my buddies on Twitter, is really the fact that like. There is some racial tension here. There is some underlying feelings mm-hmm. about Vince not wanting a black champion. Yeah, and that's and why he's putting them through all this shit. And all of this mm-hmm. feels like that, right? I mean, it feels unfair. Yeah. It feels unjustified. And it's like, it's why not? Why layer. not? It feels Kobe like the white man always throwing an obstacle in your way. Like, you just beat five fucking people. Exactly. But guess what? And now then, you're tired. Now you hurt. Now you got to beat the champ. Yeah. Not to even, even that show that you belong. Hold on, not to page. win the title, but just to show that you can go you can get to get a chance the at the title. You start keeping up the pace and they yeah. start changing up the tempo. But That's then there's also, while they said they they moved the goalposts. Exactly. Yeah. You <laughs> got to look at this too. The after show footage when it's the, the new day in, in the back, in the locker room with Kofi, and the things that Big E and Woods were saying really were kind of hinting to the fact that, you know, there's not a place for us here. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're playing, they're playing yeah. along that line yeah. of the fact that, yes, you know, maybe, you know, because we are black, this is why we are not champions. And if you, I mean, that's something you could really so put a lot of stock into. His, uh, and so any subsequent appearance. You can't really though, McMahon because I remember just, a couple years ago, they was all champs. So any, any subsequent <laughs> appearance by Vince McMahon ultimately right. is just making World the champ whole crowd uncomfortable. And that's what's really right. making. I know. I'm cool just saying the word like, champ. As soon as he yeah. steps out there, the crowd is uneasy. You know, for who? Like when just, Vince comes just out, Vince, you know, he's about to shake it up at this point. Like that's what makes it really cool. Like that uncomfortable feeling, and then having to have somebody to kind of break that cycle. It just makes for really good. That's in ring psychology at its finest. We all know clearly Vince is good at that. 
But the way they're doing this is amazing. Man, Vince better be careful before Big E or Xavier put hands on him. Right. <laughs> well, they, that's called getting worked into a shoot. In one of these meetings so, back there. So here's look, what. When you look at the championship lineage of mm-hmm. the WWE championship, there's been 50 championships now in history mm-hmm. for the WWE champion. And the only one that people can bring up is The Rock. And like yeah. I'm not even it's not gonna, enough. I'm not going to get into no, but he didn't. That win wasn't the WWE that wasn't WWE. He wasn't. That was WCW. It wasn't WWE uh, championship, right? So that's the big gold belt, which is fine because that's under the WWE lineage now. But yeah. that's not the WWE. And this is when you're going to work yourself into a shoot because it's the double edged sword of WWE creates the people and the storylines that they want to be successful. Right. Mm-hmm. versus were there any successful black people to be champions. Right. Like, they control yeah, the layer. bubble. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like you you can never really argue that because they put you in a position where the only thing you can say is like, well, there weren't any black champions. Like, we don't really have a reason why because they are the reason why. Right. They, yeah. they built the narrative. Fabricated. It's all controlled <laughs> right. by somebody. So, right. They could have made a black champion several times. Yeah. I, mean, I got to shout out our homie colleague, friend of the show, fellow maniac, yeah. who jumped on Xavier Woods' post and said, if Vince using, is using racism as a gimmick, this is pure Vince. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then he said, there's no explanation why in any sport, sporting event, sporting simulating event, where, like, that there's never been enough or even more than two or that you can count on one hand African-American champions. Right, that's what I'm when, saying. It's crazy. When athletically, African-Americans <laughs> are superior. So superior. it's it's weird to see that in every sport except pro wrestling, the one that you can control. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like you can dig as deep as you want into it and, and pull out some real emotion. And that's why sure. this story works. Yeah. And um, I just want to read Xavier's uh, Instagram post, and then we're probably going to wrap up yeah. and then do some Patreon talk. Uh, Xavier said, it's a picture of all three of them excited and happy on Instagram. He said, what you see here is a physical manifestation of what we mean when we say power of positivity. It's an emotion that you can feel, see, even touch. When you experience it coursing through your entire body, there isn't anything that you can do but smile. This moment captured in this picture embodies the emotion and we have shared it all with all of you ever since we came together as the new day. But it seems as if Vince doesn't appreciate the gravity of his actions. Ripping away Kofi's opportunity like that shows he refuses to give loyalty to you when it's given to him in abundance. So I think it may be time that we find our way to some place where we can rely on that extremely simple concept. A-E-W. 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 <laughs> I just want to say starting a little stuff. Is one, I think this is the perfect transition for the New Day as a whole because they've been mm-hmm. fun loving guys. So if they want in this year going forward for them to be like serious, time to flip them, get serious. This is the perfect way to get Ooh. them out of it. I think so the other back. thing too about it is the fact that honestly, we talk about Becky Lynch okay. being the new Stone Cold all mm-hmm. we want, but Kofi's the new Stone Cold. And I say that just because mm. of the whole Triple H losing his opportunity at King of the Ring, right? There yeah. was tr- Triple H was supposed to be King of the Ring. He did the curtain call with the guys when they left the WCW yep. with Nash and Hall. He got penalized. He got he got he got punished. Yeah. He, he got lost his opportunity to win King of the Ring. Stone took what Cold five years down and, and Stone have, Cold came exactly, up and, and we have took Stone his Cold spot. stepping up and doing the entire Jake and that's the night that Austin three sixteen was yeah. born. Wow. And from that point forward history was set. And it feels like that with Kofi, mm. right? Because 
yes, we had a different like plan set. Yeah. And then injury caused us to go into this alternate universe that we're currently mm, in. But the crowd is but fully crowd behind is it. More behind this. It's than a moment. Been about yeah. Mustafa. Yeah. Like exactly. Mustafa, to be honest, I was surprised to see him get booed in the triple threat match. I know they put him in a tough position though. And it was he replaced match. Kofi. It wasn't it, a good it spot. It was like the worst position to be in in a championship <laughs> match. Like being put in a championship match. That was, was the, the worst. worst position, right. But still, I was surprised yeah. because I thought the crowd would still have supported him more in that match. Yeah. They did not. They blamed him no, fully for Kofi, which just showed how much that <coughs> crowd is they, basically just completely invested in the Kofi storyline. I want to I want to shout out Daniel Bryan as much as much as I've seen him get pinned over the last like few weeks. <laughs> uh he's been doing a great job as champion, great matches, awesome. putting people over big time and uh man just pulling out phenomenal match after phenomenal match. So, uh what did I want to say by bringing up Daniel Bryan? I don't know. Oh, um, Rowan for having the best seat in the house. Rowan, yeah, after you know. So, uh, so yeah, Daniel Bryan um, through uh, Kaz's story on Wrestle Rap said that Daniel Bryan like came in the door during a writing meeting and was like, "When are we gonna get a young baby face?" <laughs> He's like, "I can't keep fighting forty year olds." He's like, "The next guy, every, the next guy up is forty. Like, when are we gonna get a young guy in here?" And that was. The next week they went for Mustafa. So mm. I feel like uh, it was him, you know, pushing for younger guys to get yeah. a moment. He planted so, a seed. So I shout him out for that uh, and for giving these guys a chance to, to bring new matchups to, to SmackDown. Mustafa's a star. It's, oh, it's yeah. undeniable. Like, mm-hmm. even in that match with the crowd booing him, he turned them with his he turned them, set yeah. and everything. It, it, without a doubt, yeah, I think them. he's going to be like a, a huge star. I mean, he's star. they wouldn't have moved him from 205 Live to SmackDown like they did if they didn't see that. Yo, he's but him moving, him only one, and him not, moving, not for, what's he saying? Him moving to SmackDown and Ricochet being on Raw are two um, points that 205 Live is trash because <laughs> both of wow. them they just had, both skipped it they, they both graduated if they it. didn't feel like that those guys were worth being on the main roster those guys will be on 205 Live or I'm not a, even brought up I'm gonna throw a hot take both man of those guys are under Ricochet is dope enough that he could have revitalized 205 Correct. My opinion, he could have came in there, beat everybody for a month, and they would have made people watch 205. So do you think that he should have graduated up through that? He should have went to 205 and came to the main roster? Yeah. I don't know. know. It's hard to say. It's the question of like when the guy elevates the belt or the belt elevates the guy. I think you're right. Ricochet could have elevated that show and been a must-see show to see him on it if he was exclusively on it. Yeah, I think so. But – it comes down to would that have then just basically like a lot of guys just made him a cruiserweight because Neville was mm. an outstanding talent and he was on two of five. He was outstanding. He didn't, really do anything he didn't translate. But yeah. he elevated. He didn't elevate the, the show. He, he did. Enzo but elevated the show. No. <laughs> oh my God! What you're the right? I mean, Wait, everybody you're hates really to think right. it. You're Everybody right. hates to think about it, but Enzo elevated 205. Really no. Did. No, but there was lots of when episodes. There was lots of episodes where we said King Neville. Yeah, was one of the baddest heels on WWE. We've he said was. it. We've said he it on was. this show. He, he gave you reason to watch 205 Live when they yeah. put him on there. Him yeah. losing the belt to yeah. Enzo is what made Ooh. him leave. And we made Enzo. We wanted Enzo to lose, so we started watching. Oh yeah. We All right. I'm a, I'm a, we got to wrap though. But yeah, uh, let, let give, give, give a me shout give, out real fast, uh, just because the Ring of Honor de- uh, Championship is being defended by Jay Lethal against mm. David Starr, and David Ooh. Starr had a killer promo that the Sinclair Broadcasting Group had pulled 
because of hmm. how emotional and how real he got in the promo. Wow. He starts talking about the right-wing propaganda machine, and he starts talking about his oh, Jewish heritage and things he, like that. He got it, real. It gets real. So if wow, you get a chance okay. to see that, I'm gonna take peep a that. listen to that, because it is one of the best promos I've ever seen. And What's honestly, his name? It, it's David, David Starr. Star. David Star. Star of David. And I'm going to... Nice. Heart. Nice move. It, it Star is. of David. I'm glad you picked that up. Catch you. Uh, but yeah, that's no, all like, that I picked. Let's up listen to it on on the on the Patreon, and then we'll talk about it. So if you are paying that money, we'll see you on the Patreon flip side. Thank you so much for all of our guests, everybody. Real quick, shout out your Twitter handle, and then we out of here. Yo, T underscore Hall. I'm at Cap underscore Caveman with a K. At G, the number one in the words to the rescue. At Megaran. At the Neo X hashtag Beat Bully. At Rock Knowledge, R-O-K-N-O-W-L-E-D-G-E, hashtag Beat Bully. All right, y'all. We out like Dana Brooke. Peace. (laughs) (laughs) What life gives you? You're listening to the Geekscape Network.